And that hobo with his southern twang show is back. Coming to you something like live. Out of San Antonio. The 726. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. Now, I'm thinking this is going to be a big show. But since I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Even though I've said to you guys over and over and over. I'm going to write some shit down during the week. Still hasn't happened. Still hasn't. I don't know why. No idea. But. We're on. We're something like live right now. So. Fuck it. Got something to talk about. Don't have something to talk about. We're still rolling. So. It is what it is, right? Now. Things that have been going on. I actually thought about some stuff that I've been wanting to do. You know, while I've been running. It's been really rough. It's been really rough. One of the things that I came across that I was wanting to do is do a marathon. Now... Man, I can't even concentrate because this damn dog outside is just crying. I guess he wants to come in here because he's lonely. He's lonely. You know? Hmm. Who isn't lonely, though? You know, we're rolling around cuffing season. You know, we talked about this last year around the same time. Mm -hmm. And this is pretty much when, you know, it's the time of the year. When people get lonely because of the fall winter, right? The fall weather, and then it rolls right into winter, right? Obviously. So people want to they want to get together with somebody. You know, it's a lot of lonely people out there in the world, unfortunately. And, you know, a lot of us just want to, I don't know, we want to meet that person, right? We want to be with somebody that loves us unconditionally and, you know. Do your thing, whether it's starting a family or maybe just having some fun. I don't know. I don't know your life. But um, as far as it goes, relation to this dog, you know, he's got two asshole fucking roommates, right? By roommates, I mean like a little fucking rat terrier and a bushy dog that don't stay inside the fence. They wander off in the neighborhood. They do their own thing, and this motherfucker, for some reason, can't figure out how to get out. Now, he probably could get out if he really wanted to, because he's so ginormous, but, you know, it is what it is, right? So, just like Yogi over there, everybody gets lonely, you know? Anyways, so, as far as my running goes... You know, it's been pretty rough. I feel like, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, it's it's a lot of wear and tear on your body, you know. And it sucks because I really want to run. I really love running. Like, it's a good exercise. You know, it, it does wonders for you, you know, not only losing weight, but upstairs as well. Like... I feel a lot of mental clarity whenever I run. And that's it's a big part of why I 
why I do it, you know, aside from wanting to, you know, be healthy or whatever, you know? You know, every time I run, my left foot always bothers me. I feel like when, if it's not the ankle, you know, if it's not the actual foot, it's going from the ankle upwards to my shin, you know, which I think people call them shin splints. And that does not feel good. It's just a lot of aching. It feels like you're dragging around a cinder, cinder block, you know. Not a wonderful feeling at all. And then my right, my right leg, my knees always bother me. So it's just like, fuck, man. You know, but you do whatever you got to do to push through it. You know, it doesn't matter if it hurts. You, you just get it done, you know, however you can, right? You know, last Saturday I ran 13 miles. And I looked at my phone and it said I burned like 1,400 calories. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. It didn't feel good the whole time. It fucking hurt like a motherfucker. And I was like, fuck. Fuck. Right? But what are you going to do? You going to cry about it? You going to stop? I mean, quit's not a word that comes to mind when it comes to running for me. You know? Not at all. Not at all, you guys. It's something I want, you know. And while I was running those 13 miles, you know, I was pushing through it. And I was thinking, I was like, what's keeping me from running a marathon? Which is a little over 26 miles, you know. It's like 22, no, actually 26.25 miles or something like that. I mean, something like that. And I was thinking like, why Why not? I've never done that. And I was reading the numbers. I was Googling it. And it turns out only like 5%. Actually, not even 5%. 0.5% of Americans have ever ran a marathon. Or completed one, right? Actually. So now, I kind of got a hard-on for doing one. But I don't have to actually do one the traditional way of like a hundred people running at the same time all together, right? You know, they got fucking neighborhoods blocked off or streets blocked off so these people can run. I don't need all that shit. If you really want to do something, you don't need all that fucking jazz, man. You can just fucking do it. You don't have to pay money. You don't have to fucking wear a number on your chest. Like, why? Why can't you just fucking do it? And that's that's the way I feel. So I'm having this thought in my head that this is what I want to do. And while I'm fucking having this thought in my head, I have all these problems, you know, going on. And my ankle hurting, my shin hurting, my knee, my knees, you know. It doesn't feel good. It really doesn't. So it's a little discouraging, but... I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna sit there and, and make excuses. Like just fucking get it done, right? So that's what I plan on doing. The way I look at it, I'm fucking chubby. I drink. I smoke. And 
anything you do in life is fucking hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be rough, especially if you've never done it before. You know, you, to push yourself levels that you've never been, never experienced before in your life, it's terrifying. But every time I run, like I never, the actual act of running never actually feels good. It never really does. Now, the aftermath of it, the result, you know, gives me mental clarity. Obviously, it's keeping me in or getting me in better shape, actually, you know. But the actual physical activity of actually running, it's painful. It really is. I don't know how to get rid of shin splints, do you? Your shin feels like a fucking cinder block. It feels so stiff. You know, but you just keep pushing through it. You know, you're sweating up a storm. And it just basically comes down to whether you want it or you don't want it. And that's how I feel as far as the marathon goes. Now, 26 point whatever miles it is, is an enormous fucking feat in its own, you know. Just fucking just thinking about it is just crazy. You know, you tell somebody, why don't you fucking walk 26 miles? They'll be like, fuck you, I got a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I don't know. There's something about it that intrigues me, and I really feel like I want to do this. So, I'm going to do it. I figure next month I can do it. <clears throat> you know? And if it doesn't happen next month, I'll do it on my birthday. Which is the 5th of December, you know. For anybody that's out there curious about when my birthday is, so. I'll be 34. What the hell? What the hell? You know, as we're getting older, you know, everybody ages. You know, your body goes through these changes and you're just... Even if you're not prepared for it, you quickly will notice and see that you need to get prepared for it. You need to do something about it. And my form of doing something about it is is running. You know, here you, eventually I want to do some push-ups and sit-ups and stuff like that. You know, and then incorporate some dumbbells and whatnot. Really build my body up. But, man, is it painful. Like, my family has a history of arthritis, arthritis problems and... I feel it, you know, I feel the joints and everything. My hands, a lot of inflammation, you know, as I'm getting older. <clears throat> you know, I actually ended up buying these pills that were pretty good for joint support. So I'm hoping they work. Like today I went running. I only did six miles. But the last lap I did, you know, the last three miles, I actually had to stop three times, which I never do. But my knee was just killing me. Like, my right knee was just hurting, like, so bad. So, instead of stopping and just walking, I felt like, you know what, maybe if I can just stretch it out real quick, you know, give it another, you know, a good 30 seconds, you know, whatever it is, you know, really stretch it out for a little bit, then, you know, I can keep going. And that's what I was doing. I was, I was stretching it, and I'd keep going, and I'd go, like, another 
half a mile and then I'd stretch it some more, you know. So sometimes this is what you got to do, you know. You know, instead of getting discouraged, which I want to say most of the people would, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. You know, these pains that you have in your body, you know, whether you can push through them or not, sometimes a simple stretch can help you out. You know, it'll do wonders. So, it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you fucking less of a person than anybody else. In a similar situation, you know, it's just a way of your body telling you that you need to do something about it. You know, it's kind of like when your engine light goes on in your car, you know. You can ignore it, you know, like a lot of people do. Or you can do something about it, you know. In my situation, I'd, I'd rather do something about it, so that's what I did. <clears throat> so that's what I plan on doing. You know, I, I even gave it a, I gave it a, a fucking name. I called it a freedom run. Freedom run. In 2019, right? What does that mean to you? What does that mean to me? You know, I feel like everybody in their life, in life, in general, you know, in the world, a lot of people take freedom for granted. You know, and some of these people around the world, they don't, they don't have that luxury to even take it for granted because they don't have any freedom. So, you know, being that I live in America, you know, in America, I feel like we're, we're afforded a lot of opportunities, you know. Life is what you make it. It really is. Now, you might make a, a lot of mistakes along the way. You may do that. You may go through a lot of turmoils, just like a lot of people are going through in the world. Now, the saddest thing is, is actually meeting somebody who's actually not ever gone through anything. You know, one thing I came across, you know, is a little statement I read. If you've never gone through anything, then it's sad because you've never learned nothing. Now, really think about that. I don't know about you guys, but man, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life. A lot of shit nobody would possibly believe, you know? If you listen to any of my episodes, you can probably hear a lot of the stuff that I've gone through. Mm, it's a lot of unbelievable stuff, you know? It's unfortunate that you have to go through stuff like that. <clears throat> you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life done a lot of bad and a lot of good too you know but from making those mistakes from going through some shit hardships in life I've learned a lot and if you never you never go through anything like that then you know maybe maybe your life is good I don't know but I really do wholeheartedly believe that you know, by going through these things, these hardships, these turmoils, making mistakes, living life, you know, actually living life, then you are truly able to learn from experience, <clears throat> learn from these mistakes, learn from the hardships and the turmoils in life, 
you know, because life is not friendly. It really isn't. The world isn't going to like you, you know. Now, there are ways to make things better in life, but not the way I live mine. So, only by experiencing these hardships, by making mistakes, and trying to do the best you can is the only way you're going to able enable yourself to learn anything in life. Because you're actually going through experiences that you're able to relate to and then go back and think about those things that happened and really reflect on them, you know? Now, once you do that, then you're able to proceed. You're able to move on. You're able to persevere, you know? So... Every day you wake up, you never know if tomorrow's coming. You never know if you'll be alive next month. Now, that sounds a little dramatic to most people. But when you live a certain lifestyle where, you know, the choices you made in life haven't been the wisest and you've actually had to going to survival mode, you know, like I have. Then those words really come into life. They they really are brought to life and are breathing in the life. You know what I mean? I want to say most of the the population because there are the one percenters that the the world chooses to call them the one percenters that have anything and everything they want. They got plenty of money, you know, millions and billions of dollars. They don't really have to struggle anymore. Maybe they struggled at one point, but not anymore. Everything is great. All right, as far as that goes. But for the rest of us, though, the rest of us that are still trying to figure it out, still trying to survive, still trying to move on, move forward, keep pushing, you know, then that's all we got, right? That's all we got right now is the hope for tomorrow, the belief that tomorrow is going to bring a better day, a, a better life. Even, right? So, I think once you start thinking about giving up, once you start thinking about just not doing it anymore, I think that's when you really lost. You know, you're able to recover from that, but, you know, at some point, you got to set some goals and really go out for them. You got to really push through the bullshit that life brings you and just keep moving forward. Just like Rocky, right? <laughs> so, I think that's a strong, powerful message. You know, it's not the end of the world, you know? Everybody, the rest of us, for the rest of us, right? We're, we're a couple bad moves. Maybe one, maybe three, maybe eight if you're lucky. Eight bad moves from being homeless. Really think about that. Maybe you lost your job. 
maybe you got shorted on a check, you know. Bills don't wait for you. They really don't. The electricity man, the gas man, whatever, right? The landlord do not fucking care what your situation is. They really don't. I think the moment you get discouraged and you forget what's really important in life, keeping yourself healthy with a clear mind, then I think... You know, things start going dreary, you know. They really start going down. And that's not what you want. So don't let that happen ever. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just pushing through, you know. Trying to make my way through. Persevere. Succeed. Accomplish things that I never felt like maybe it was possible to do. But I'm going to fuck, you know, I'm going to try it anyways. Fuck it. You know, jogging 26 fucking miles, man. That's insane. It really is. But why can't you do it? Why? Maybe you got people whispering in your ear that, like, this motherfucker, right? You know what I mean? Like, this bitch. (sighs) Ah. Nobody's better than you. You know, what you choose to accomplish in your life, that's on you. And you should always push for great. Greatness. Always push for greatness. Why settle for stuff that's mediocre? Everybody's different. I guarantee you most people in the world are not mediocre. You're only mediocre if you have that mindset. So... Don't be that person. Why would you want to? Sounds boring already. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why would you want to do that? That's craziness. That's the real fucking failure right there is to be mediocre. Be mediocre at anything is a failure. I'd rather be strange and weird than mediocre. What the fuck does mediocre get you? Get you nothing. And on that note, now let's kick this shit off. And that whole bow with the Southern Twang show is back. <laughs> so, it's always the Chronicles of Angel, right? You know, when we last left off, you know, it's been pretty rough, you know, for a while. And, hmm. You know, I actually ended up telling her, I was like, you know, I sent her a text message and I told her, you know, I'm I'm so in love with you and I feel unappreciated. You know, I feel unappreciated. I feel like it's not reciprocated, you know. And if you don't know what that means, it's where... You know, when you're in love with somebody, you like somebody, or whatever this, whatever the case may be, and they don't match your intensity when it comes to, you know, dating. You know, <clears throat> and you know, I just finally told her. I said, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. 
And that's that's what I plan on doing. Now we can still be friends, you know. You know, I've been in love a few times in my life and she's one of the people that I've been in love with and you know when that person that you're in love with for whatever reason they don't want to be a part of your life in that type of way. <clears throat> now I'm not putting words in her mouth. I don't fucking know how she feels because I could ask her and she doesn't tell me anything. So your guess is as good as mine <laughs> at this point, right? But what I do know is, you know, I'm I'm going to be 34 at the end of the year, and I I want to I want to start a family. I want to I want to be with somebody who loves me and is going to be there, you know, through hard times and good times, and wants to be there, you know. I think the perfect scenario for me would be somebody who's clingy, somebody somebody who I find really attractive and is going to be there all the time, you know, as much as possible anyways. That's the type of relationships I like. I like to be with somebody that I'm with all the time. You know, because I don't, I don't really have many friends, you know, I don't. I don't really have a lot of friends. You know, most people that, you know, I used to fuck with, you know, in life. As far as, you know, male friends that, you know, I, you know, I formed strong bonds with. And, you know, we were good good buddies. Fortunately, over time, you know, shit happens with your phone and... Poof, they're gone just like that because how do you find them? I used to have this one friend. I can't remember his name at this point in time right now. Oh, his name was Morgan. Ask me what his last name is, though. Couldn't fucking tell you. Some German fucking name with like 20 syllables in it. How do you look that up on Facebook? You know what I mean? Like, this guy was, man... He's probably one of the best friends I've ever had in my life. You know, I met him in Dallas. You know, the Dirty D, right? We went through so much shit together. <clears throat> Hell, when that fucking storm went through the Dirty D in 2014, we were both there. No power. You know, for a while, you know. You know, anything I needed him to do, he would fucking do it, you know. He's a real soldier. You know, I was I was more or less the mastermind. This guy was funny as hell. He was taller than me. He was just a funny guy. He was skinny. He was a white dude. Just, I don't know, he was, he was a great person. <clears throat> and it's really unfortunate that I don't talk to him anymore because... If I could, I would, right? Why not? I think we can do do a lot of great things together, but that's neither here nor there, right? You know, we're living in the now. And you can't you can't really go to the past and try to live that part anymore because it's already happened. It's already happened, you know. 
Maybe one point in life, maybe we'll cross each other's paths at some random point. I mean, you never know. Crazy things happen all the time, but I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just, I don't know. People come in and out of your life all the time. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's not anybody in particular that fucking runs away. It's just the circumstances in life, you know? Sometimes it's just circumstantial. But yeah, it's just, you know, I, I can't sit here and just keep <clears throat> living in the past. You know, if somebody doesn't want to be fully in your life, then there's not anything in the world you can fucking say to force them or make them do it, you know? So I think the best thing for me at this point is just to kind of move on, you know? I mean, I think she's a beautiful person, you know? And she is a she's a beautiful person, like inside and out. And there's probably not enough good things I can say about her. But as far as us dating and being in a relationship, you know, unfortunately, I I think in my my head, I think that that ship has sailed. And I don't know. I mean, there's nothing nothing else I can do. There's nothing left. I've tried as much as I can try. I've done as much as I can do. And that's it. You know? It's unfortunate, but <clears throat> it is what it is, right? So, anyways, I'm just kind of drowning a blank right now. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's a it's a really cold day in San Antonio right now. I'm really glad that I've been taking, you know, these vitamin C pills because I really don't want to get sick. You know, I think right now, I think, I think it's like 70 degrees. And for yous out there in the fucking Midwest and the U.S., other parts of the country, it gets really cold. I mean, it is what it is. What are you going to do? I'm in Texas, so this is kind of cool weather for me. It's welcome. It really is. When you go from 100 and something degree weather to 70, just off of a whim, you know, people get sick. It just, it is what it is, right? Hmm. Something about the the climate changing and... Our bodies just as a mesh. So, whenever it does happen, whenever this this fall weather kicks in and winter time rolls around, winter for Texas, anyways, it's um, it's really rough. It really is. You know, like. Weather in Texas, more or less, pretty much most of the years is always like 90, 100 degrees. Never really gets really cold. I want to say maybe January and February are probably the coldest months out of the year. You would think it would be November and December, but 
it's just kind of like settling in at that point, you know. Some parts of Texas snow, you know, in in December, but not San Antonio. San Antonio doesn't really snow. You know, I've been here fucking, I don't know, seven, maybe eight years, and it's only snowed once. It was a lot. It was a lot for what I've seen, you know, in Texas. So I guess it was uh, <clears throat> it was holding out till it had a lot enough snow to really put some out there in the world, you know, or in the city to make a dent. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. Texas is just one of those places where it's just, I don't know, it's fucking hot all the time. So, so yeah, Halloween is coming around the corner. You know, I just got through watching, I think it was called the Orient Express. I do not recommend that movie. The Murder on the Orient Express. It's a stupid movie. It has a good cast. It has a lot of fucking people in it. Like one of them being Johnny Depp, you know, which is the main character who's dead on the train. But other than that, I mean, it's just a bland fucking movie. I didn't like it. You know, I watched The Equalizer, you know, with Denzel Washington, you know, the first one, and fuck, <laughs> it is, it's pretty good. Now, on the second, you know, round of my, my DVDs from Netflix, I'm getting Equalizer 2, and, I don't know what the other movie is. What is it? What is the other fucking movie? The other movie's up in the air because I don't fucking remember. I don't remember what the other movie's called. So, I guess I could check my phone if I really wanted to, but fuck. I don't know. At this point, like, right now in my head, I don't fucking know. I don't know what the other one is. I'm really excited for The Equalizer 2. I know that movie came out in 2018, so I'm excited to watch it. The first one was really good. Like, if you guys haven't seen it, you guys need to watch that. You know, I was watching um, Requiem for a Dream. Is that what it's called? Requiem for a Dream, I think. Yeah, it's got Jared Leto in it. And one of the Wayans brothers. And as I was watching it with Angel, you know, she's asking me all these questions about it. And we're both seeing the same thing. I guess she doesn't understand the movie. And um, I'm sitting there trying to explain it to her. You know, more or less, Requiem for a Dream is just like a movie about people with mental problems, you know. There's an older woman <clears throat> who kind of forms some, some type of psychosis over, you know, some, some television show where she believes that she's going to be a part of this program. You know, as a guest, and it never happens for her, you know, unfortunately. And then her son, it just, he's just in a world of drugs where, you know, it's not really working for him. You know, him and his buddy that are, you know, that's the Wayne's brother. You know, the skinny one. I think his name is Marlon, I think. 
you, you know they're both in it together. And then, of course, Jared Lowe's got a, a fucking a girlfriend. And she's a, she's a junkie just like him. She's trying to make it in life. And it just it doesn't work out for them, you know? It doesn't. I mean, if you want to see a movie where you're, the shit's worse than what you were fucking experiencing in your life, you should watch Requiem for a Dream. Because if you feel like your life could not get any fucking worse, just watch this movie. You'll feel so much better about yourself, you know? You know, there's, there's a lot of people out there just like this, so. Just like in this movie. <clears throat> you know, it's really unfortunate, but thus is life, right? Like, what are you going to do? You know, one of my favorite movies that I've seen, like, here recently was uh, The Dallas Buyers Club. You know, this one stars Matthew McConaughey. He's a bull rider. You know, he... One night, he gets a, a prostitute, and then he's fucking her, and then soon after, he gets infected. Or he actually... He realizes, you know, by going to the doctor, that he has HIV, you know? So he's dealing with that, and then Jared Leto is this fucking transgender person, <clears throat> you know, in the movie. And they just kind of form this bond with each other. You know? He really doesn't like Jared Leto. You know, because he doesn't like fags, as he says. Because he's not a faggot. From what he says. So he doesn't like him. But they just form this bond. You know? They work together. They try to make the world a better place. You know, throughout the movie. By helping people in their community. And it's a pretty good movie. You know, if you get a chance, watch that movie. It's pretty good. I liked it. You know, age has got to be... It's got to be really tough to get. Well, not really tough to get, but... You know, to deal with in, in general. Unless you're Magic Johnson. That motherfucker's had that fucking disease for fucking ever. You know, AIDS, and there's herpes, genital warts. You know, I've actually had this herpes scare one time in my life. It was not... <clears throat> it was it was not, like, super scary, but then it was. Kind of. And, I don't know, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Oh, by the way, I'm uh, I'm I was drinking Modelo Negra, which is a black Modelo. Now I'm drinking the Long Island fucking tea again that I talked about. I think it, it was the last episode, maybe, or maybe the episode before that. Which kind of sucks, though, because nah, not the drink itself, but you know, Club Tales is always telling you guys. They actually have, like, three drinks that they make, that I know of anyways, that they sell at H-E-B, which is uh, the grocery store. You know, I just got my groceries today, which I have not even eaten. I've not eaten today, you guys. i just been drinking. Been drinking Modelo, and then I just started drinking this 
Club Tales, Long Island Tea, right? And I got a Long Island Tea. I got a, I think it's called Sexy Beach or something like that. Sexy Beach, Sexy Bitch, I don't know. Some some mixed drink. And then the other one was like um, Bahama Mama or something. I don't know, <laughs> I'll fucking remember. But they got a bunch of alcohol on them. So I was like, why not? Fuck it. You know? Fuck it. Right? So I ordered this last night. You know? And I ordered through the website. You know, the grocery store. It didn't It didn't go too well. It really didn't. Like, they just did an update on the website. And everything was working crazy. Like, it didn't work right the way I was accustomed to. And... It was just, I don't know, it was bad. But I finally got everything that I think I needed. You know? And this morning, I fucking wake up. They substituted the uh, the club tails. You know? They kept the Long Island tea, but the, the, the other two that I wanted, they substituted them for all Long Island teas because I guess they did not have them. Right? Which is really sad. To me, anyways. And I got a 12-pack of Modelo Negra, right? So, you know, I told you guys I've, I've been on this, like, I don't know, dark beer binge. So, I've been drinking that. You know, dark beers. So, I wanted to get a whole case. Or actually, not even a case, but half a case. A 12-pack of, you know, Modelo, right? The black one. And I got those... And I actually ordered these, uh, they're called Renews It. They're like these little, like, smelly good stuff that's like gel. It splits in the middle, and then you just kind of raise it up, right, the top. And then it smells really nice, right, wherever you put them. So, ordered the pumpkin spice. Like, limited edition, right? And they eat. They texted me this morning, you know, telling me that they weren't going to give me the the other two fucking the drinks. They were going to make them all Long Island teas. Because I guess that's all they had. And then, as far as the smelly good stuff, they just took them off all together. They didn't even substitute them. Like, I don't know why. So, <laughs> that sucked. Because I like, I like my room smelling really nice, you know. But there is good news though. Mm-hmm. Now the good news is I bought some more Febreze. Unstoppables, right? I always talk about this on the show. It's my shit. And I got I got a new one though. It's called it's actually a pink one. It looks like pink fucking jewels or something on the bottle. <clears throat> and it's called Shimmer. It smells amazing. The only thing I can compare it to, like if I were to compare it to anything, I would be like, this smells like a sexy bitch. You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm talking about. Fucking, a girl walks in the room, you smell her, you smell that fucking aroma just coming off of her, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I want to fuck the shit out of you, right? It smells like that. Like, it's called Shimmer. Oh my gosh, it is so nice. So my room smells like a sexy bitch. 
<laughs> On that note, let's take another break. And we're back. This mic is hot. So, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about, you know, it's it's not really anything too crazy, but you know, I get I get asked all the time, you know, just by people that are not in, you know, decent shape or you know, they're struggling in their lives as far as their physical health, you know, their well-being. You know, just mostly just criticism and just Basically, something more or less like, oh, like, why are you trying to lose weight? You're already fucking skinny, you know? And it's like, nah, bitch, I'm not skinny. You just think that because I weigh a lot less than you, right? You know, I mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again. You know, a lot of women are notorious for this. They'll say, oh... It's easier for you to lose weight because you're a guy. Like, what does that mean? I have no fucking idea what that means. I really don't. How is it easier for a man to lose weight than a woman? I really don't know. Like, I've asked this question before and, like, nobody can answer this. They're just like, oh, well, you're a guy, you know? It's like, all right, well, whatever that means, right? You know, if you really want to make some positive change in your life. You know, it's it's a good thought that popped in your head, you know, which develops into an idea. And then it's something you have to implement. It doesn't happen overnight. It really doesn't. Now, it'd be nice if it did, you know. Most people aren't strong-willed like that. So... You know, like me myself, I've I've lost major weight three times in my fucking life. First time I did it was really easy. You know, I was in sixth grade, you know. I just finished fucking sixth grade. You know, I was going to seventh grade. You know, up until that point, you know, I guess I haven't hit a growth spurt yet. And something about when your body changes and you grow as a human, right? You you go through puberty and whatever, maybe. I don't know. You get taller or whatever. Then, you know, your body grows. You stretch out and boom. You know, you're not that chubby piece of shit that you were before, right? It happens. That's the way it works, you know. But the second time, that was... I was ridiculous. I think it was like 300 pounds. And you know what, guy or not, oh my gosh, you carry that much fucking weight around. It is not going to be easy to do anything, nothing. So for somebody to sit there that is just, I don't know, they're being hateful. They just be like, oh, you're a guy. It's easy for you to do it. And it's like, no, it's not. You know, the second time I lost weight, I was actually living out in the country with my folks. You know, I mentioned this before. I'll mention it again, though. You know, my, my ex-girlfriend, you know, one of my exes that I was with for a long time, she told me, hey, why don't we take a break? You know, and long and behold, I didn't know the break was... 
hey, how about you not live here with me anymore? And you go live with your parents. And then we never get back with each other ever again. That's the break, right? Which I wasn't told about. So I did that. You know, we lived out in the country. We had a lot of acre, acreage, I guess you can say. I don't know. And there was like a little, a little path. Kind of felt like it was a jogging path where the tractors go through. You know, and they leave that little little path when they when they mow the grass. You know, I was there, and that's what I would do. I would get on that path and I would go with some water. Right, I would just fucking go. You know, I wouldn't get more than ten steps in the Texas heat until I would get tired. I would be exhausted, <clears throat> and I would be thirsty. So I chuck some water and keep on going just like that. Take another fucking 10 steps. Try to take another 12, 13, whatever I could and just keep doing it. You know, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's easier for a man or a female. And then eventually, you know, it took me three months of that being at 300 pounds, get down to 190. I might, that may sound amazing to a lot of you guys, but to me at that time, it didn't really sound amazing. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of fucking pain, you know. It was really exhausting. You know, I, I, I try to run, and then I would try to do the P90X workouts, the insanity workouts. If you've never heard of those, Google them. I would pause the videos. I would pause them. And then when I was ready to go again, five, ten minutes later, whatever it was, I would start him again and I would keep going. But I would finish. That was my goal. I would finish. And eventually I was doing that. I was doing fucking jujitsu. I was doing Muay Thai. I was doing boxing. And then I got down to 190. And then I got down to 170. You know, and that's that's the time when I wanted to fight. I wanted I wanted to fucking do some MMA shit, you know? MMA shit. I wanted to do it. I've been watching that shit since 2008. And I was in love with it for a long period of time in my life, you know? You know, unfortunately, circumstances didn't let that dream carry on which you know if I wouldn't got discouraged maybe but I mean come on at that point in my time you know in my life I was just in my opinion I was too old you know I think I was like 27 28 and you know a lot of these motherfuckers have been doing it since they was kids since they are kids you know a lot of them just you know they start off youngins you know young whippersnappers so how do you compete with that Unless you bring something heavy duty to the table, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard, you know. And then I moved to Dallas and I gained all the way back and you know I didn't lose it again. You know, it was just was here recently. You know, third time in my life. You know, you go through depression. You go through a period of your time where you're just like in your darkest hole, your darkest place in your life, in your soul. And 
You don't know what to do. You know, you're unhappy with yourself. Not only with the way you look, but the way you feel. It's just, it's a lot to deal with, you know. You know, especially if you suffer from anxiety, you know, depression, and you're overweight. I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard, hard road to go down. And not, not a lot of people can recover from any of that, you know. I'm fortunate that, you know, my mind is just so strong. I have this willpower, just this desire to just keep moving, you know, forward. No matter the circumstances, no matter what the fuck life brings my way. You know, I don't have that thing in me that says quit as far as when it comes to shit that has to do with my body, you know. Because this is the only one we get. You can get another fucking job. You can get any fucking job you want if you try hard enough. You know, you put in the time, you put in the work, you get your education, whatever you want to do. That's that's easy compared to keeping up with your body. Now, there's a lot of motherfuckers, a lot of people out in the world that they have everything. They have everything, but they don't have the physical abilities to do shit. The physical abilities to get up and live a normal fucking life. You know, and that's something you can't fucking buy. I'll tell you that all fucking day. I've said it before and I'll say it again. That is nothing you can buy yourself. Now, if you want the ability to be able to get up and live your life fully, then you need to fucking make some changes. And the reason I keep talking about this is because I feel like I have a voice in the world. I feel like people listen I feel like people really, really fucking listen to the words that come out of my mouth. So why not try to help the world out, you know? I have a lot of listeners. <clears throat> I have no idea who the fuck they are. I don't know who you guys, use guys are, right? And lady, lady folks, but, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a woman, if you're a male, whatever it is, you know? You're transgender, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many classifications out there nowadays, you know? Just like, what are yous, you know? It doesn't matter what you are. I think everybody should give themselves a fair shake when it comes to living a healthy life. You know, you only get one shot. You do. You only get one body. So, might as well make it count. Is if you treat your body like shit, you keep fucking running it down into the ground, then what do you really expect when you're in a wheelchair, when you're not able to move, when you're really severely overweight and your body isn't functioning? Like, it's, it's not something I ever want to go through. And the one reason, probably the biggest reason I keep going... You know, as far as my physical health and well-being is because my mom, she suffers from a bunch of shit. A lot of stuff. What I'm being lupus, fibromyalgia, all this fucking shit, you know. 
she she's probably borderline Alzheimer's. I mean, she has a lot of shit wrong with her. Knee problems, everything. Anything in the world you can fucking imagine, she probably's got it. And it's just like I can see myself going through that fucking down that road. And I refuse. You know what I mean? I figure if I can keep this body going, if I can feed it whatever it needs, fucking do whatever I need to to keep it fucking moving smoothly, right? Like a well-oiled machine, then that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. So, that's why to me, just, I don't know, being physically active is just necessary. It's a necessity, you know? Just like drinking water. Just like eating, you know? I mean, I don't eat the healthiest. I really don't. Well, last week, I think I ate, what, rice noodles from this Chinese place. I eat pizza twice. One time I ate pizza. I bought some fucking chicken wings. So there's that, you know? Just, it is what it is, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm not perfect. But I try, though. I really do try. When it comes to my body, I really do try. I put my best foot forward. You know, I go into it with an open mind, ready to do some work because that's what it is. It's fucking work. It's exhausting. I ran today six fucking miles. And it's painful. It is. It's it's really painful. My my ankle fucking hurts the whole time you know my foot you know i got shin splints my fucking right knee was fucking bothering me like i mentioned earlier i had to fucking stop three times the stretch the fucking stretch like who the fuck stretches like who does that i've never stretched in my fucking life unless i was told to and i was made to other than that i just fucking go man i've never broken any fucking body part in my body you know Nothing. I've never... I don't even think I've ever sprained an ankle, you know? I've never been in crutches. I've never fucking had a cast on nothing. 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 But I tell you what. If my body is fucking telling me something, I'm going to listen to it. So if my fucking kneecap is hurting, then I'm going to take fucking 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it takes to fucking stretch it out. And keep going. And keep fucking moving. You know? Simple as that. So, whatever excuses you got, whatever thing pops in your head that you feel is something that's keeping you from really getting some results as far as your physical well-being. Just like anything else in the world, you know? There's nothing... Nothing anybody can say to you to get you to do anything. You know, it has to come from you yourself. You have to make that conscious decision, that choice to live a better life. To do better for yourself, especially if you got kids. You got kids, you got a family. You got, a, you got all this beautiful stuff in your life. Like, why wouldn't you want to keep living Experiencing all that wonderfulness that is life with children and a loving family. You know, if I had that, I'd probably be so much easier for me to do the things that I do. 
But no, I, I don't have that. That's reality. What I do have, though, is the mental mindset, the state of mind that I don't want to live that fucking life that have been plaguing the people before me for generations, you know? Everybody in my fucking family is ginormous. They're all obese. I'm probably not even shitting you. I am probably the only person in my whole family, extended, included, everybody in my family that is active, you know? And if I'm not, then that's that's good news. It's a win-win, you know? But unfortunately, though, I don't think I'm wrong. You know, I, <clears throat> I can get up. I can run three fucking miles, six miles, nine miles, 13 fucking miles. Whatever I need to do at the drop of a hat. Might take me a little bit, but I can do it, you know? Can you? Do you want to? Do you want to keep living? That's the real fucking question. Now, if your answer is yes, then whatever you're doing right now, you need to fucking stop. Because you know as well as I do, it ain't fucking helping you, you know? And that's a real clear message I'm trying to send to everybody right now. It's just... Like, fucking, fucking do it. What's keeping you from doing it? There shouldn't be any anything in your fucking life that should be keeping you from living a healthier life. I mean, I'm one of the few people in, in the world that don't have any fucking kids, you know? For whatever reason, I have not had any kids in this point in my life. You know, I as much as I would love to have 20 kids or whatever it is, I don't have even one. Not even one, you know. I um, I think I just an angel like, I don't know, nine times, maybe ten times. That last time we had sex, and she just had her period the other day. So, fuck my life. You know what I mean? Is it me or is it her? Does it matter? I don't think it does. I don't think it does matter. Just, I don't know. I'd love to have some kids, but hasn't happened yet. Uh, so, for everybody out there that does have kids, I'm just like, what? Don't you want to be there for them, you know? Don't you want to experience them having their own kids? You seeing them grow up? Your kids' kids grow up? That's got to be a wonderful feeling. I don't know. Maybe maybe one day I'll get to experience that, but I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever happen. And if it doesn't ever happen, then, you know, it's something that I'll have to live with. But you never know. You never know what life's going to bring. But for everybody out there that does have loving families, do have kids, grandchildren, whatever it is. Whatever pain is caused by physical activity, there's always a way. There's always a way. It's all in your head, you know? 
It's all in your head. So many times I'm fucking out there jogging, running, whatever you want to call it. And I feel like stopping. I feel like fucking quitting. I feel like going inside and just saying, fuck it. But I don't. But I don't. Because that isn't going to get me anywhere. By being a quitter on yourself, it will not get you anywhere. You only get what you put in. You know, a lot of people think that when you get in in this awesome shape, right? Which I've been there before. I want to say a couple times in my life. When you get in this awesome shape, all of a sudden you're, you're able to do all these awesome things. Your body looks great. You know, all you have to do is run a little bit. You have to exercise a little bit. You have to do this, whatever, right? Well, it's not that fucking easy. I'll tell you what, the pain does not ever stop. I think that's what's really discouraging for people, you know? You know, the, the ones that enjoy the pain, more or less those are the ones that succeed from what I've seen. I've never enjoyed the pain. I fucking hate it. I hate doing fucking. You know what? Let me just say this. When you do some ab exercises and you got actual fucking abs just sticking out and fucking they're just sexy as hell. And it fucking hurts to do the exercises. But you can do more than you were able to do when you did not have the abs. That's the only difference. That's the only fucking difference. You can do more. It doesn't get easier. You could just do more. You know? Like, what's up? I was in better shape. I was able to run nine fucking miles, ten fucking miles like nothing. Just flying right through. You know? But it hurt. It really didn't. It really hurt. You know, you know, as before, I think that I think it was I had this thing in my head. I was like, all right. All right, well, you run two miles and then, you know, your body goes numb, your body parts. And then you don't feel it anymore. That's kind of mentality to add. But as I've gotten older, though. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't go away. The pain does not go away. If anything, it intensifies. Like, the shin splints aren't going away. I've been running for, like, two months now. The ankle pains. I've never had knee problems at all, ever, while running. Now i got knee problems. So that's a new thing. And it's just like, wow, okay. That's not getting numb. You know, I actually got to stretch this motherfucker. That's just a thing that I have to do to keep fucking running. You know? So, just telling you, you know, my name's Joe Madness. And it does not matter if you're a male or a female. When you put in the fucking work, the fucking exercise, guess what? It's gonna 
fucking hurt. All right, and we're back. Of course, this is gonna probably going to be the last segment of the show. So, it is what it is, right? Been going for over an hour strong already, so that's quite a while. <laughs> you know, I've been known to go an hour and a half, two hours, maybe even longer. But, I don't know. We'll go for a little bit longer. You know, I fucking love Amazon. Like, I bought a Houston Rockets. <laughs> I can't even talk. A Houston Rockets long sleeve shirt. It's kind of like one of those quick dry shirts. I think I paid like six bucks for it. You know? Originally, it was like twenty four ninety nine. I bought a San Antonio Spurs hoodie off of there. And I think I paid like $9 for it. And I think the original price tag was forty nine ninety nine. So, that's fucking nuts, man. It really is. I fucking love Amazon. So, it's been a long show. Talked about a lot of things. A lot of informative things out there for you guys to absorb and hopefully implement in your lives if you choose to do so. You know, I've been drinking all day. I think I've had four Modellos. And this Club Tails, which is like 10% alcohol. And I think the Modellos are like 5.4. So, I would say I'm drunk. But, not incoherent, right? So, wonderful show. A lot of informative things out there. Put out there in the world. I... Obviously, I don't know what's going on with my life, but I'm working. I'm working at it. I really am. You know, when it comes to love, you know, it seems to be my biggest downfall. So there's that. But I guess I'm mature enough to recognize when something's not working or it's not ever going to work and be able to move forward, you know. However painful it may be. So. Yeah, I guess I guess that's it. I don't know. Not really much else to say. I am consistently doing these episodes for everybody to enjoy. So hopefully you guys are doing just that. Enjoying them. And if you want, go and tell your buddies about this shit. Why not? Make it a party. Fuck you got to lose. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the things I talk about can help many of people out there. So why not spread the love? You know, I, I never want to get to the point where I don't enjoy doing this, you know, and I wholeheartedly do enjoy it. So I, 
I really wish I was making a lot more money off of this. You know, I recorded a new a new ad, right? This is one of the ads was not playing anymore. And he said the the advertisement expired, so they made me record another one, which paid a lot more. For the same company, obviously, right? Nobody else wants to sponsor me. Nobody wants this. It's too crazy. It's too crazy. So I did another ad for Anchor. I don't know if it's any good. I mean, I don't know. I think it's all right. Every time you guys listen to it, though, I get paid. So I don't get paid much. Don't get crazy with it. Don't get crazy with it. Listen to the fucking ad. Even if you don't want to because, you know what? I tell you right now, to date, since I started doing sponsorships on this show, the whole two years, since I started doing sponsorships from every episode, I've made $10.16. So, listen to the fucking ad. You know, I'm just saying. Do me a favor. Because eventually that 10 bucks is going to turn into like a thousand. So, you know what? If it turned into 5,000, I could buy a fucking car. So, listen to it. Why not? Do me a solid. If you enjoy the show, why not? Fucking do it. Um,. I'm grateful for everybody out there just listening. I mean, hopefully, through my words, through me talking to you guys, you're able to come out with something positive out of all this craziness. You know? I guess that would be the ultimate goal besides making money. But I don't know. <sighs> Life is crazy. It really is. Hopefully by my misfortunes and bad decision making, you know, you guys can come out of it a winner. And not go through the same bullshit I've gone through. Then, hey, you know what? You're a better woman or man than I am, right? You're a step ahead of the curve. So, as always, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. It's that whole bow with a Southern Twain show. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. And you guys already know, I'm out, bitches. <laughs>